cliffcentral.com. What's poppin' everybody? This is your boy Shane Eagle, and you are tuning to the Unplugged Radio Show right here on Cliff Central. baby yeah yet again another one of those absolutely fantastic days right here on the cliff central platform it's the unplugged radio show in fact the unplugged and in charge radio show i like to call it the shortest hour of the week another power week ahead of us of course another one just passed us wait what time does your week start by the way does it even have to have a start and a finish or is every day domination day every day demolition day that's how it's supposed to be guys we need to just you know Always be dominating. Always be dominating. Yeah, yeah, man. Every single time I come here, I just get inspired, man. In fact, you know, every time I hear the music, it just gets me switched on. I just feel ready to, ja- uh, ready, jacked up and good to go, ready to rock and roll. And it's, it's, it's really just that good feeling. And I, I like the feeling, man. I like the feeling definitely. And I hope that you like it feeling too. In fact, I, I always hear from people who are doing very well in life that you need to be your own hype man. You need to psych yourself up. You need to be able to, to get yourself in the game every single time. You need to give yourself the halftime talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you need to be able to. And when you can't, then you need to go and search for those things that can help you get to that level that you need to be in. You know, search for those things or those people that help you get back into the game. You need to say, talk to me, wizard. Talk to me. I'm listening. You know what I mean? That just always get back up. Always get your energy up. The energy is the most important thing. You can only be as great as your thoughts. And if your thoughts are great, then your works will be great. But it, it always has to start with the thought first. In the beginning was the word. You know what I mean? So it's important that you think it first and you think the right things and that your, your mind is get up in the right way. Now I'm quite excited about today's show. We'll be uh, talking to somebody that I watched growing up and he, you know, he looked like a huge success, him and his friends back then. Uh, if you can guess who it is, then, uh, you, you, you're the bomb, man. But obviously if you've checked our Twitter already, then you probably already know who it is. But this gentleman right here has done the most and in, con- in fact continues to do some amazing things, not only for himself, but also for the greater community at large, for some people around him. He's trying to build platforms, making other people's dreams come true as well. I met him long, long, long ago, and uh, I'm getting to meet him again. I don't think he remembers, but of course I remember. And that's the that's another cool and significant thing, right? Because our paths cross every now and then with certain people. But but um, sometimes you the one that remembers. Sometimes they're the ones that remember. But it's 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 important that uh, that you become the dude that that. Uh, didn't have to remember but you remembered what i mean by that is you know normally when you meet somebody it's significant to you but not always to them depending on who is where in life some let's say reach a settler there's someone who's doing amazing and you honored to be in their presence and they don't really have a reason to have to remember you and then there are cases where it's vice versa so it's it's great to to grow and then to meet somebody when you're in a different platform than where you were before. Um, but yeah, I'll chat a little bit more about that and who the gentleman is a little bit later on. But right now, we're going to be chatting to Mr. Sporkuzi. 
Mr. Small Cozy, how are you doing, sir? Are you cozy? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm very cozy. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, man, you got a Man United shirt. Are you are you happy about Man United's recent performance? <laughs> oh man, why did you go? Why did you have to go there? <laughs> I why? just had to. You always rock up with this shirt. I'm like, he wears it with pride. They no longer even supported. They're not sponsored by DHL anymore, but you still wear it with pride. Look, I mean, this is this is the thing when it comes to buying uh, football jerseys. Because um, I bought it at a time when um, Man United was doing very well Yeah And I just thought to myself You know what I'm a fan Yeah Let me just cop something You know Just to show support Mm. So now obviously I mean it's an old jersey So now I'm behind So I need to keep up with the times And get a new one Interesting you say that Well did you know What the um, The uh, Man United um, Net worth is Based on The merchandise they sell I'm actually trying to I'm actually just going to go And try and find that out for you But it, it it's really really interesting To know how much money they make In fact They're the biggest franchise Like you know They're like the chiefs of South Africa Yeah Yeah They're literally on that level Yeah man look I do know that they have a lot of merchandise And you know what um, I'm sure they're making a lot of money, millions, probably millions and upon millions. I mean, they have supporters all over the world. And, um, you know, every time they release a new jersey or they release a new merchandise, you find it. It's something that caters for kids. It caters for grown men, grown, grown women. It, I mean, it caters for everyone. So, I mean, I mean, they do make a lot of money. I'd be interested to find out the actual statistics. Yeah, well, um, it says here that, um, there's a headline at the Daily Mail that says Manchester United seal 750 million euro deal with, um, with Adidas. Well, actually, that's not euro, that's pounds. <laughs> that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy money. 750 million. That's with Adidas. That's after they ended their previous one. So. I mean, this is crazy numbers. You want to convert that to South African rand? <laughs> that is crazy. That that could like solve the housing crisis in South Africa That's just by true. Manchester United T-shirts. Yeah, it's really crazy. And plus, they still maybe about half of that, which is the black market, also because I mean, half half of this would probably be sold as fakes. And that's more money also. It's quite crazy to see how much power these brands have, eh? Yeah, I must say that mine is not a fake. Mm. Oh, oh, you have to take it back. <laughs> how do we know? How do we know? Look, man, it's quite Inali story. You know, like growing up, they would say, Shay, story. You know, when, uh, um, uh, uh, normally Nike clothing, when you look at it, it would have pages and pages. Like, I've got, I've got Adidas right now. You see these pages. We'll see these pages. One, two, three, four. Ki story. This thing is a story. It must yeah, have man. a story. It must have a story. I do, I do have a story. So. You have a story it's, it's, somewhere. Yeah, it's not a fake. I mean, yeah. it's at the back, so I can't really yeah. take off my jacket, but mm. I can assure you that That's it's not a fake. The labels have like, I think, like five, six pages because it's other languages. Yeah. It's, Care information and just the story about the company. Well, normally there's the scissor part where you're actually supposed to cut, cut the story off. off. Yeah. But no black person cuts the story. It's <laughs> like, ah, wah, wah. Evidence. <laughs> I've got the whole Bible. So no story, no, no, no original. Hey, Baba, no, I don't want your story. If you don't have a story, we don't want you to hear your story. Yeah, man. It's, it's quite interesting. Okay, yeah, cool, man. man. That, that's not what I wanted to talk to you about though, sure. but it was really cool. Sure. Um, there's a couple of trending things happening in terms of the news, especially in the media space, entertainment. Tell us whose dream is coming true.
Look, man, there's a lot of uh, interesting things that are happening in South Africa, especially with the uh, some of the South African celebrities. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very good to see that, you know, they're all stretching their wings and they're trying to go abroad. I mean, one of the people that I'm going to be mentioning right now who's doing something that is really, really cool is DJ Black Coffee, who oh, has yeah. launched his new limited edition X deodorant. Mm. And he's really making a lot of moves. I mean, I saw something, a post he's in the Los Angeles is with uh, in studio with some of the greatest U.S. artists. And uh, right now, I think I'm just here to tell you that um, he's still actually mining his partnership with X. And, and he's just announced that a limited edition of his X fra- fragrance, X Black. The new bottling of the X Black fragrance will feature DJ Black Coffee on the can and inspire guys across South Africa to find their magic. The limited edition is a celebration of the continued partnership with X and DJ Black Coffee. Interesting. It's pretty cool that, um, you know, that, uh, he's out there doing his thing. Um, I wondered though, if he can't take it to the next level, you see, uh, when you get onto a platform where a lot of people start to recognize you and you're great and things are going well for you, you could either stay with brands who want to associate with you, but actually the main reason why any brand wants to associate with you is because they thought you have the power to make them look good, meaning that you have the power to make anything that was like that look good and make people buy it. So what if Black Coffee just launched a fragrance called Black Coffee and it was his own? Look, man, I think it would be competition. Because that's exactly what uh, Cristiano Ronaldo did. He was like, okay, I'm going to stop wearing other people's bikinis I'm going to wear my own, you yeah, know, and yeah. he, he, he had his own collection and then he had his own frag- fragrance and, mm-hmm. you know, because he could see that the, the likes of Kelvin Klein and all these guys were trying to True. get onto him because they knew that he had a great brand power. So if people think that you have great brand power, it actually means that you could actually do this on your own. Yep. Usually there's the saying that I have that, um, the world will only give you what you look like you already have. So if you look like you already have it, you'll get more of it. But it's, but yeah, the world is also, um, you know, exactly the opposite for the opposite. If you look like you lack, <laughs> then nobody wants to give you. It's crazy. If you, if you look like you need money, no one wants to give you money. But if you look like you have a lot of money, <laughs> then people are like, yeah, well, you can have mine too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. because it looks like you know how to handle it. Same yeah, with true. banks. It's, um, in, in these, um, Books like um, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, they call it the the law of opposites. So do exactly the opposite of what everybody is doing, and then you'll actually get the result. So if you want money, act like you have money, then you'll get money. It's crazy. Don't ask for it as if you don't have it. Just act like you already have it, and more people want to give it to you. It's so it's so profound because that's kind of like the the approach that I used to take with Lesejo them um, when we do things. We would just you know, we'd go about things as if we already have what these guys would give us. You know, you think that a platform like radio will get you a social media following. So you get a social media following and yeah. then you get the platform. And then, and then, you know, it's, it's almost with everything you, you, whatever you think you need before you can get that, go. Be that thing already or act like you already have it and then you get that thing that you want because it only comes to people who have this other thing. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Then where do you draw the line between, um, you know, acting like you already have money and faking 
acting like you already have money for the good purpose. Yeah. And faking, which doesn't really present the authentic person or self. Yeah. Or because now you end you up uh, going into credit, you end up going into debt, and it, yeah. it becomes a rough life, right? Yeah. Cool. So, um, it it goes. I mean, when I would read. Um, um, one of the books that, that really can change your life or just not change your life. Nothing changes your life, by the way. It will change your thinking and your cha- thinking can change your life. But one of those books is, um, what I wish, what, what I, what I didn't learn at school and wish I had. Go check out that book. In fact, you can get a free copy of it. You can just Google, uh, that and then, um, say PDF at the end. And you will actually be able to download a free copy of the book. Or you can just buy the book because you're a good citizen of the world. Um, but that book really would challenge a lot of things that you, you know, that you think about every single day. And, uh, it would say, for instance, don't go for the cheap markdown things that are, you know, um, they on sale. Maybe they're a little bit oversized, a little bit damaged or this or that. But, it's actually trying to challenge the self-concept itself because it's it's more the poverty mentality than it is you splurging. It's you thinking and believing that you belong in a world of luxury, in a world of more, in a world of abundance and being comfortable in that space. But because usually you have inner, con- inner conversations, like if I take you to a really fancy restaurant, you get a little uptight because subconsciously you're thinking, I don't deserve none of this. This ain't really me. Well, who are you then? Cheap restaurant. That's me. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, those little, those little, uh, um, sweets at the end of the bill. That's me. Not, not another dessert after the meal because Somebody just gave it to you for free because this restaurant's that expensive. Not, um, seven people coming to, you know, to serve you with seven course meals. That doesn't feel like you. The, the bill being 2000 rand, that doesn't feel like it's you. So you think, yo, these things are expensive. Yo, this, yo, that. It, it becomes a thing that happens in your subconscious. And that's where the self-sabotaging behaviors come in. When big things start approaching you, you don't send out the email on time. You don't go, you don't follow up. You don't go for the extra meetings. You don't, um, follow through with some of the major things that could change your life because subconsciously you still think none of this is, you, you don't deserve none of this. You're not on that level. You know, um, someone says, Hey, let's start, uh, you know, then they mention something really big and you're thinking, I think it takes a lot to start that. Well, it doesn't really, but it just takes a different mindset. So what this was challenging, this book was just change your mindset. It's not really about, um, splurging too much, but it, what it is, is it's just, Getting a new comfort zone that's a bit higher than the one you're on right now. And that sometimes requires you to buy some things that, that were a little beyond your self-concept before and then get used to having those things until you say, yeah, this is the new me. This is, this is my level now. And then you'll start achieving other things within your life that also complement that level too. And that's really what it is. Nice. I went really deep there. My God, it's <laughs> philosophical. It, it was it was necessary because I mean it's one thing that I think um, you know it's a bit challenging sometimes 
as you as you reach for your goals and you want to move up the ladder. I mean, especially upgrading your life, uh, sense of lifestyle and what you need to do to make sure that you know you 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 come across as authentic as possible. Yeah, no, it's very very important, um, and it's also important that one keeps on picking up these gems of information and ge- these gems of thinking ability and and rearranging how you do things because. You know, our parents could only do so much. And, um, if we associate with our parents, we'll be, ex- we'll eclipse them in their excellence. We'll be what they were. Yep. But when we start to associate with people beyond what our parents could achieve, that's when we can start achieving that. But now, where do we meet these people? Often at times we can make them the excuse that, I mean, where, 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 where am I gonna find a local millionaire? Where, you know, cause uh, the local millionaire is not gonna come to your house knocking and say, hi, I'm your local millionaire and I heard that you needed a mentor. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen that way, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, how it does happen though is you can just start off by watching the right shows or going onto Google, YouTube, read up on these people's lives mm. and over time, you will start associating, you know, with their lifestyle, their biography. You remember that, um, ha- if you, let's say, have coffee with, with, um, with, let, let's mention someone really, really, who's doing very well. Let's say you have coffee with, uh, with Brian Tracy. If you don't know who Brian Tracy is, we'll change the example and say with Bill Gates. Coffee with Bill Gates. What can he teach you in an hour? Versus what can he try and teach you in 10 hours? Well, you don't have 10 hours with him. But if you read his book, maybe you have that 10 hours with him because it will over time start to feel like an actual conversation. And the thing is that as people, our journey is very, very similar. I can say one quote and everyone here will find some way where that code relates to them in one way or the other and will be able to apply it in their lives particularly, even though I don't know what your life is all about. I could say, for instance, we all know, this is my quote, by the way, hashtag Wizard once said, we all know until we are reminded. Like, because sometimes we forget to remember. You're like, shocks. That's profound. Yeah, that kind of fits into my life in this or the other. And I had another one that I said yesterday and I was like, oh my gosh, that was so cool. I better write that down. It's going to take longer than you hoped for, but it will come sooner than you expected. That's the hustle. Yeah. Mm. That's powerful. Thank you. That's powerful. Hashtag where's I once said. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm trying to be that guy. Sure, man. You know, even when I'm not in South Africa anymore, you guys will be like, yo, where's I once said? We all know until we are reminded. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, but, but the cool thing with these, what I was trying to illustrate is I don't even know what you're going through. You know, I don't even know what this, this, um, quote means for you and your life and, and your personal journey. But I do know that it certainly does apply. You, you somehow can take those precious gems, put them in your back pocket, and they can actually mean something for you and your journey. So in the same way, it can mean something for us in, in, you know, whatever journey we are in. And, uh, and if you just go and you read Les Brown's book or Brian Tracy's book or Vusi Tembequayo's book, it will feel like you had 10 hours with this person. They told you about their whole lives, gave you some really insightful things. You associated with them and read more of these guys. Like, you know, they say, 
You are the average of the five people you hang out with the most. If you hang out with Bill Gates, Donald Trump, okay, I don't know how to mention Donald Trump, but in the business sense, <laughs> I don't know, the Donald Trump name just jumped out of my mouth, you know, I think, uh, but, but let's, let's put it in there, uh, in the business sense. And, um, and you hang out with, um, Brian Tracy and, and, um, and Vusi Tembeguayo and Gil Ovd and, um, um, Marnes Brodreich and, uh, and, uh, um, let's say, um, Romeo Kumalo. You pick any five people there and you read these five books and these are the people that you hang around with the most and it's always their conversations that you have around you. Over time, you will start being their average. It's that powerful. These people don't even have to be physically right here next to you. But if you've been hanging around in their conversations for long enough, after a while, you start talking like them. You'll start sounding like them. Like download one of those hour-long motivational videos or even just the audio of it and have like a couple different ones and just put them in your car. And every time you drive, you're listening to these guys and telling you this, they're telling you that. After a while, you'll be that motivational guy in the room. You'll be that motivational lady in the friend, in the, you know, in the friend circle. You'd be that person that's out there doing things that's always motivated, always driven, always. And people will think, wow, why? You know, how did you do this? And you, you remind me of, and they'll start mentioning these people. That's exactly what happened to me. Do you know? <laughs> it's crazy, but I say this with absolute truth because this is the type of things I what I would listen to, and these are the type of people I would watch. And over time, this was starting to be the reality. People would compare me to um, Vusi Tembikwai. I'm like, yeah, you remind me of Vusi. And I'm thinking, uh, don't say that yet. I haven't even met the guy. Oh, you remind me of Romeo. Oh, man. Hey, don't say that yet. And the cool thing is I got to meet all those people eventually. And that's the cool thing. So uh, it is always quite um, quite useful to actually associate with the right type of people. Over time, you start thinking in the right way. You start doing the right things. And you start becoming the person you've always wanted to be. Always just get into this philosophical realm where I just start talking a lot of things. Well, at least it makes a lot of sense. That's all good. All right. I did tell you a little bit earlier that uh, I was going to have the honor of of having a great conversation with a, a gentleman that uh, that I admit a couple of years ago he won't remember, but I do. And that's the cool thing about this whole thing. <laughs> and this is exactly what we're going to do. If you can guess who it is, then uh, you are certainly a legend. If you can't, well, uh, he used to go by the name of Slicker back in the days. You know what I mean? Some people still know him and buy that name on the streets. He goes by, I mean, he, he, he goes by, um, the title of being part of the crew called Squatter Camp. They did the most guys. They use, they literally made us start to rap in schools. It was amazing. Now he's launching new things and we want to find out, uh, you know, what, what he's up to next. But we're also just going to chat about his journey, you know, how he got to where he is today. But before all of that, a little bit of motivation. Realizing your own mortality for me just feels like a very powerful way to understand what really matters in life. Steve Jobs said it, Gary Vaynerchuk said it a lot. Really realizing that you are going to die someday, I think really helped me. It really, really helped me 
And I just can't understand why some people will settle into a life they absolutely hate, with a job they absolutely hate, doing some things they absolutely hate, and then die. It just feels like you never actually got to live. When I think about people that are doing jobs they absolutely hate and they've done them for a long period of time, they're getting nothing from those jobs, they're just doing it to pay the bills, whatever. It just, it's absolute insanity to me. The thought of existing to exist, that's exactly what it is. Like you're existing just to exist. You might as well not exist. Just keeping it facts. What's your purpose then? To produce a life, to have babies, like, you know, and then hope that your babies get to live because you didn't? That's never made sense to me why people would want, you know, we've all got this period of, you know, let's say 50 years. I just want it to be everything. I want it to be terrifying. I want it to be fun. I want to see everything and do everything and have every experience because after that, we'll go into the same hole in the ground. All of us, but some people want to use their 50 years sat in a, in a call center um, doing something they hate with someone they hate sat next to them and all the stress of it. I'm just thinking you've got nothing to lose. We're fortunate in this country where if we roll the dice and we go to the bottom, there is a support system. You know, you, the government will look after you. So people in this country and parts of the world where we have that support system, in your case, you're absolutely crazy. Being the most connected generation in the history of mankind has its upsides, but it also comes with real invisible problems. And we've grown up aspiring to be our idols. And that's dangerous. I mean, aspiring to achieve great things is fine, but aspiring to be our idols is dangerous. It's dangerous to want to be someone you're not. It's also not possible, but it's dangerous. And social media has glamorized the lives of a few and we get to see their nice cars and their holidays and their wonderful lifestyle. And we want that. But we don't see the years and years of hustle, the pain, the sacrifice, the natural talent they had, the innate passion for their craft, the incredible details Steve Jobs saw the world in, or the unbelievable hardship that Richard Branson went through to get there. We don't see that. We just see the destination and we want that. But most of us, don't have and aren't willing to give what it takes to fulfill that journey because it's not our journey, it's theirs. You're not passionate about typography or art or design, but you want to be Steve Jobs. You're not Steve Jobs, you're you. We are the generation that has confused admiration with aspiration and we'll never find our own happiness until we accept that we can't have anyone else's life but our own. And if we realize this and focus on our own, then our life will be more than enough. You know, young men want to be Mark Zuckerberg because they admire him. But the crazy irony is we admire him because his life was unlike others. He didn't try to be like others. So if you want to be Mark Zuckerberg, it's time to stop trying to be Mark Zuckerberg. Because you'll never achieve your personal greatness. Our idols did not follow in the footsteps of their heroes. There was no Bill Gates for Bill Gates to emulate. He had to carve out his own path to find his own greatness. Each of our idols have uniqueness as their power. They have the conviction to disagree, the confidence to persevere, and the braveness to go against the status quo instead of embracing it. You know, we celebrate their individuality and their lack of conformity and the audacity of their strong, strong beliefs that black was equal to white or their vision for a pocket computer or, or a more connected world or a driverless car or a personal spaceship that could go to Mars. These ideas could only come from people who did not follow in the footsteps of others. So my advice to my generation is 
Don't aspire to be your hero. Stop trying to mimic what you see them doing. Strive to be yourself. Visionaries are not to be imitated. They are to be admired. Trying to be someone else is a surefire way of becoming nobody at all. The only great person you can become is the greatest version of yourself because all the other great people are already taken. And the funny thing is, once you become the greatest version of yourself, people will see your life and they'll make the mistake of trying to be you too. This is CliffCentral.com. It's Gupu. It's Gupu. Yours ain't banging like mine. No. Yo, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Gigi Lemayne, and you're tuned into The Unplugged Radio Show on Thursdays right here on Cliff Central from 12 to 1 p.m., baby. Are you ready? All right, cool. We back again. And I did tell you that uh, we're going to have a great uh, conversation with uh, Slicker. Um, Siam Metane is the, is the real name. And uh, we're going to just jump straight into it, man. We're going to jump straight into it. Sir, how are you doing today? You know, um, just trying to get it together. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about getting it together, bro. Um, so you, you tell me that, uh, it's been, it's been quite a long day. Well, quite a couple of long days. Yeah, long days <laughs> and nights. Yeah. 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 That, just, just, have, let's just, uh, highlight a week in your life. How does a week look like? In fact, I wanted to say a day, but how does a week look like? I mean, it's pretty much a, um, I, I get up like once I'm, I'm in my zone, I just have been having a, I've just had like a little thing that's been happening like last month that's got me a bit, that's disturbed my pattern. Yeah. But generally, you know, um, I'm up at three o'clock, you know, I sit up and have a little talk with God, you know, <laughs> for an hour or so, hit the gym, um, probably get back home by half five, three, four. Yeah, can probably get home by half five or something and, uh, and then prepare, you know, to go get to work, you know, maybe at um, half seven or eight, you know. Um, but I would have already done some work from home, you know, just checking the vibe only there. And um, then from then on, you know, um, I kind of get, get a start meeting up with my team. I work with like uh, another 14 people, I think, you know. So, you know, just start working with the team and um, chasing what we chase, you know. Um, Getting the content we want to get out on the platform, you know, speaking to the clients we want to speak to on the daily, delivering on the clients we are already working with. And, um, and pretty much, you know, the day will be like that till like five, half six, going through emails, listening to songs from artists also, and, um, go back home, just check my last emails before and spend some time with the, with my wife, kid, and, um, and then, you know, same story once again. But like this week, I've been just doing a lot of things in the evening outside mm. going back home, you know. So, so yeah, so my energy is a bit like, yeah. It's, it's a little drained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like such a demanding life. What time do you sleep? Um, I mean, worst case scenario, half 10. Half ten, yeah. half ten, half eleven, half twelve, half one, half two, half three. Well, it's about five hours, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. in an in an odd time. Like you, yeah. you would wake up at at three, whereas most people would only wake up at around six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it's it's inspirational. I I always 
I, I find myself in this space where I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hard at work, hard at work. And then you wonder, how can I become more? You, you, you feel like you need to be more to more people. You need to follow up on emails. You're thinking, what would Slicker do? Slicker would be waking up earlier. He would be sending out emails. He would have replied by now. And, and, and sometimes you get that frustration like you're not, you're not operating at your at your optimal best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um how how do you how do you stay on top of the game like the the way you are, you know, having to stay on top of your game? And and do you feel like you are op, uh, at your optimal? Nah, you know, um I, I think that you know there's uh, there's certain things that also um play that you don't control like yeah. other people, you know, like um the universe to be ready for that for whatever you're doing but um you can never over prepare yourself for where you want to go you know what i mean mm. it's uh it's for me it's it's really that you know i'm i'm already thinking of of what i'm gonna do for my next two 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 to two to three years you know yeah i already know i'm already positioning that the things that i need to do to get there you know but um if I had it my way I'd switch it on now, you know. Mm. Um but then some things come with patience, you know. True. Um some things come with um with people seeing what you what you're saying, you know. I mean I'm gonna use a stupid example and I, I it is nothing special to it, but like I once talked about like um like four years ago, you know, I was talking to the to the guys I work with and I was like, Well then or some guys I wasn't even the guys I was working with but I was just telling them this idea I had of making an album, which would be like an album that literally has a story, um, for each song, right? And, um, it would be like, uh, you know, you get a, it will be released like all in one time, you know? And at that time when I was saying that people, are, I, I, you know, there's a bit, okay, cool, but we don't understand, but yeah, we get it. But it was a pretty simple concept. And then when Beyonce then dropped her album, you know, that Beyonce album, um, which that the one she randomly dropped on iTunes four years ago, then everyone's like, that's that idea you were talking about. That's what you, that, like that thing that Beyonce's doing, that's what you want to do, right? And I'm like, nah, guys, I was, I was telling you this thing three months ago, though. This is what yeah. I was saying, you know? Yeah. Um, sometimes also your environment, um, uh, and the, the way you did the land, the piece of land you are in the world, um, doesn't accommodate the fast paced thinking that you have, you know? But, um, if you really do have a good idea, I always say you can always make it a simple idea. To accommodate the world that you're in You know what I mean If it's really that good You know yeah. um, But like And if you can simplify it That means that It's got longevity to grow To to it being accepted When it's fast paced also You know what I mean Yeah So sometimes you gotta think Your great ideas backwards And what do they need you to do um, To actually get there Because And you think of your ideas From, the, from, from where they end they always seem impossible and everybody seems like they don't want to help you and everybody seems like they don't get it. But when you start thinking of them as a small thing and you're the only one that's enabling them and you're the only one that's driving them and one person comes and believes in it over like a few months and then two, then, then you know, you're working your idea backwards. So a lot of us like, 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 um, confirming that ideas are impossible by thinking of them at the end. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Wow. That, that's, that's quite powerful right there because, uh, 
I, I could imagine where you were taking the Slicker on Life brand itself. You had this master plan, but you knew that sometimes because of the piece of land that you are in, they might not be all too ready for it in its final state. So you needed to kind of simplify it to something that it was easier to, you know, easier for people to grasp, easier for people to jump on, and then you could start growing it from that particular place. It, it, what, what, what's interesting enough, uh, for what, what's also interesting for me is, um, just the, the journey before all of that. There was a time you had, um, you had pretty much just, um, paused in the hip hop scene a bit. And, uh, I met you years ago, years ago. You, I, that's why I said you wouldn't remember, but, um, I interviewed you and it was a makeshift interview. I was still hustling back in the days. It was in Pretoria at like the, it was, um, a hip hop dance competition, something like that. Mm. Uh, I remember you were with your lady there. You had, um, a green golf t-shirt. <laughs> I didn't even remember the details. And then I asked you, you know, what, what, what do you think? What, what would you say to, up and coming hip hop artists. What, what is it that's going to make them get to where they really want to be? And your answer was that they need to remember that actually hip hop is not just about how you can rap. It's, you need, it's a game for mathematicians. You need to be a mathematician. I don't, those were your exact words. Mathematician is what you used. <laughs> and, uh, and I think to an, to an extent, you've had some mathematician moves yourself from being a rapper to building a, um, first of all a foundation that you can bounce off from mm. i don't know if anybody in the studio else knows except people that are, you know that are tight with you that you used to be a taxi owner or in mm. fact you might still be yeah, taxi yeah. boss yeah, yeah, yeah interesting stuff right yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. tell me about tell me about that that math that math game that you are playing in terms of why go into taxis and why still rap and then why leave rap and then start this type of platform? Just the, the math behind your, you, you creating and engineering this future that you now live. You know, um, so there's a, it's, there's almost like a dual thing in life. You know, there's, um, how people perceive things. Yeah. Is, is, is almost targeted and is labeled. Mm. Um, how would you become has got no label, you know, if you are, ex if you are, if you are really present and doing what you need to do. Yeah. So you could say, I got taxis. You could say, I got a digital agency. You could say, I've, I was part of squatter camp. You could say all those things. I can tell you that I, I've just lived, uh, I don't know what that is. I don't know what it means. I don't know what effect it has to you. You know, I can tell you I got headaches. I got problems. I got, I got joy. I got, I got a balance of everything, pain, you know, everything. But I can't tell you that, like, I can't tell you what you can tell me about Squatter Camp and what it make, what, what it makes you think. What makes you think to say that, oh, I got taxes. Oh, he runs, he runs a whole digital platform, whatever, whatever. Um, I, I can just tell you that, like, I'm just being, you know, uh, there's no, there's no plan, but the plan is to be, you know, and the prayer, the prayer at all times is, can I be the best, you know, being of that is me? Because even though I'm in this piece of land, you know, um, I, I, I have, I have, I have, I have a thing to give, which is 
like an apple tree has got an apple to give, you know. Yeah. Uh, like a like a, a peach tree has got a peach to give, you know. As uh, uh, my name is whatever my name, I've got something to give. So I pray to find that thing, and it's the most authentic thing. So, you know. People just call things You this You did this I, I don't know, even know I'm that You know And people tell me The things that I've done Or did Or whatever I'm like It sounds like You're talking about Someone else I've never been in a position To say I can own Anything I've done Or I can be totally comfortable That's why You know I, I'm I don't talk about A lot I do And I don't like showing And I don't like Um Broadcasting Because I don't even know If I'm doing the right thing <laughs> You know what I mean yeah. Um because it's bigger than, uh, am I, you know, we, we like, we, Slick on Life is like in the top thousand sites in South Africa, yeah. right? Um, but like, that's a ranking from, I don't know who, right? But I don't know whether there's, what does that mean in my being as a human being, as a, you know, does it change the fact that I get tired, that I get hungry, that, you know, it, I was just, I'm being, I'm doing what I gotta do. Mm. So, um, so I, ne I don't make decisions to go, I'm gonna build an online platform that's gonna be the biggest. I'm gonna have this, that's gonna, I don't, I just move, you know, and I wanna move right, you know, and the key things of any movement is, is, um, listening, um, respecting people around that place, you know, being patient and waiting and, and, and and also like humbling yourself, you know, in anything, in any space that you work, and then after that is then then give why you there, you know. If everyone came with the with the with the tomatoes and they came with the they came with the pots and you and you the salt, then if you just the small salt, then why you? Even if you're as small as the salt and you're not the pot, you know why you there. But when you're there, also let that be communicated with a certain level of. I understand why all you guys are here. Um, I understand and I respect why all you guys are here. And I humble myself to that and I'm submissive to that. Because the whole thing about life is be submissive to, to the, to your purpose. Um, not to the things that you're gonna build or to the, the things that you own or to the things that they say you have this, you that. I'm submissive to my purpose. And submissive to my purpose means that sometimes I have to listen to a person that's younger than me, that's got less than me, or that's got more, or that's got more than me. Either or, that's being submissive to a purpose. People start becoming either, they're either adding value or they're not, and they, they don't come in shape, size, age, they come in whatever the universe brings them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Submissive to your purpose. This yo, man is dropping bars. Yo, yo. yo. <laughs> I think Smoke Kuzi, this man is dropping bars. Yo, man, you, you're dropping bars right there. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I think it takes a lot of maturity and experience in life to be able to differentiate and to dissect, to mm. understand life like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that you're just saying those words just to sound good on the mic or you're saying them so that you can boost your ego. You're saying it with a sense of understanding that I went through one, two, and three, and I learned one, two, and three. Therefore, I need to change myself so that I can grow in this way and in that way. Yeah. And, I, and I really respect that about you. Thanks, man. It's really powerful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, major respect goes out to you. Also, just because you're so real, um, I'm telling you guys off the mic, 
I just said, hey, how are you doing today? And that turned into a five-minute discussion. Because <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be, you know. Yeah. It's not, I'm fine, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, let's get this over and done with. But, you know, it's it's about being real and, and just saying say, saying how are you doing? What, what, are, what space are you in right now? Because I think that right there is where even other people can really draw something out of it to say, hey, man, it's it's okay. Everybody... Everybody gets tired. Even, even Sia gets tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, um, being tired is a human thing, but a purpose is something that's like a divine thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta be, you, you gotta, you know, I, I try to eat right, you know, not for any other reasons, but because, um, I'm trying to keep myself, um, um, I'm trying to keep myself in the right energy, you know, with my mind, my mind and my body. So, you know, um, we all have a divine purpose at the end of the day, you know. Mm. So, um, it's not even a, a, a highly complex thing. It's just like, um, um, with that purpose that you have, you literally have to, um, you have to fulfill that. And sometimes you have a purpose to, to, to do what's never been done, to see what's never been seen, you yeah. know. You know, your ideas, the things that you think of, you know, are, that's your purpose, you know. So how are you staying, how are you literally like being comfortable with your own mind, you know what I mean? Mm. And, you, and, and part of this mind, if it's a weapon, because I see myself as, as a, a, a weapon for the universe to deliver the purpose, I need to know when it's blunt, you know. I need to know when, like, you know, it needs to be cleaned up. I need to know when it needs to rest, you know. Yeah. And it's just a part of understanding your, yourself and, 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 and your mind and your body and how it works. And, and even the simple things is going, you know, like when you're around people, women, money, this is how you are. You've got everybody's, um, problem around women. You got everyone's problem with money. You got everyone's problem with fame. You, you can also, I, you, I also handle it the wrong way. You know what I mean? But, um, but I understand that. So I'm never ever gonna confuse myself and think that I'm a superhuman that's, um, that's, uh, that gives, that can, that can actually like, be in a room and not like think like a man you know what i mean um have money and not think like oh what i'm gonna spend something stupid i'm gonna buy something stupid i'm accept that i've got those things but automatically when i accept that when things happen i already know that i got flaws so i just go yeah you know um don't don't stretch the floor you know you got it you know what i mean so i i literally try to find my i try and find the dirt within myself my sins that's why i also don't like posting all this motivational thinking whatever stuff you know because um no one knows what i've gone through to actually see my life like that it's easy to post something and go this is what you got to do with it or this is life or this but no one knows what i've gone through to see that so if i'm only giving you that caption at that moment it's an unfair imposing preaching um statement that literally is trying to dictate an understanding of life especially if i might do the same mistake tomorrow once again but then i'm not going to post that you know so mm. i'm just as sacred about like what i give out because i know you won't find out if i if i trip tomorrow but mm. for me i know that I said, even when as a kid, I said, I'm not going to smoke, you know. Um, that's when I was in grade two. And all the time I say I'm about to smoke, I go, oh, but like, you know, you're going to break your own promise. 
Yeah, I mean, so, you know, I'm a bit sacred to even the things that I say to my own word because, you know, I'm, I only got myself, you know, I'm only getting what I've been asking, you know, I'm only, I'm only, I'm only the people that come in my life are only the people that like maybe I need, you know what I mean? So you, you got to be so true to yourself that like, uh, that everyone else that's around you literally like, um, is uncomfortable if they not. Do you know what I mean? Um, that everyone else that's around you probably is also, probably also on that journey if they not. You know what I mean? That everyone else around you probably then connects with you because they are. Yeah, you know I mean, so so you know that's how true you gotta be to yourself, and it's not an easy thing. You know what I mean? It's a it's a journey. So while people think that they gotta change the world, you wake up every day to change yourself to be better. Even the nuns ain't right. Even the priests ain't right. You know what I mean? I'm saying though, you know, and we'd all have a halo. And you know, a sin is just even a thought, a thought of a, you know, I was thinking about myself. I was like, damn. And I, I was just driving. I just thought of something and said like, God should just literally like charge me for, for thinking of wanting to be someone else. You know, mm. you know, when I am fully developed, you know, we talked about the, the power of gratitude. The power of gratitude is something as small as when you in when you're in that womb as a kid, you know, and you never chose. Well, they say you choose your parents from the sky, but when you're in that womb with your kid, as a kid, you you could literally have abusive parents. You know, your your mother, your mother could be an, a drunk and she could literally be not taking care of herself. You, the 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 father, the child could be beating the woman. As a kid, as a womb, already. Your chances of not making it to life, you know, are, are in the hands of people you don't have control of. So if you come out and you don't have any of those, anything wrong with you, you've actually overcome something you never had control of. So, you know, we live this life and we're always trying to control things. But even your birth was of a situation, you know, when you're in that plastic inside a woman, well, it's not a plastic, but you know the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're inside that plastic, you never had control of someone like beating that stomach, kicking that stomach. You never had control of that. You overcame that just by being inside there without even knowing. Just because of your being. Someone said, nah, let's take care of that. So imagine that. Those are the first two people that actually like enabled you to become if they do and like, enable you and overcome. Now, if you living life like things are against you, you're literally pushing out the wrong energy because you've overcome just your just your birth is overcome that means you need to start working on yourself and start understanding once you work on on yourself you start overcoming things that you never even thought you'd overcome hence yeah. when people tell me about my life i'm like i don't know who that is you know i know who that is i can't embrace that i'm 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 not attached to that person that thing that person does or his built or owns i'm not you know Wow. All right. I, I, you know what? We can't have enough of you in the studio. Jeez, I think man. we need another hour. We, we're going to call management and say, yo, can we get another hour with this man? <laughs> this is absolutely fantastic and quite insightful. I want, um, it, you know, our time is pretty much run short, but I want you to just, um, Tell us about um, uh, Slicker on Life. Tell us about the new uh, thing, the incubation program, and uh, exactly how people can follow and get involved in all of that. Yeah, well, basically, you know what I did, um, like once again in my ignorance and to my shock, you know, I literally, 
Um, got a oh, someone just said it's a placenta, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that it, it, I was close. I said a plast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but um, um, but the incubator. What's interesting is that, like you know, I, I you know on the site we listen to a lot of the songs that come in. So I just wanted to compile. You know, when you hear music and you're like, yo, more can be done for this. And, and I literally got the songs together and I, and I listened to them one day and I said, I got a compilation. I asked the, 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 the kids that send me the music to send me the music like four or five months. They never knew why. I just liked these songs. I never had a plan myself once again, you know? Yeah. And when the, when I got the songs, I compiled that thing as an album. I called up the guys um, and I said, yo, I'm working, I'm working on a mixtape and, um, what is the incubator? Um, they're not signed to me. Um, I don't own anything they have, you know. Um, I don't manage them. I don't run a recording label. I just said, how can I help? Wow. So, you know, we shot, we just shot a video for one of the guys that's coming out in a week or two. The other guys are just coming out in January. By default, you know, I feel like I got relationships in the media, but I don't use them. Um, because I'm not doing any music. So you know when you got that, when you got those old clothes you don't use anymore. Yeah. And the media for me is like the old clothes I don't use anymore as a musician specifically. Yeah. Um, so you know, they, and someone else would die to be in those spaces. So I said, you know, immediately if someone else would die to be in a position, why can't you just give it to them? So I literally got the me- I got a media media thing a media media conference going on with them. I got them on radio. They they dropping music videos. I got relationships. Kyle White jumped in. He's shooting the videos at discounted prices. You know we got a streaming company to kind of pay for some of the costs to fly the guys because I never knew where they were from. And I had relationships with the brands also. So all these are clothes I'm not using, right? Yeah. But like, if you think about it, you know, it's resources that someone else would die to get. So, um, I said, you know, why don't I just do it? And I did it. And they're not signed to me. Um, I'm just plugging them in. They did an MTV base cipher. They killed it. MTV base is going crazy about them. They, they went on radio and they were freestyling and none of them fumbled. You know, it's, um, it, it, it's just amazing how they're using the opportunity. And, um, and, and, and like I say, it's what they do with it. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm not here to go ask them or to kind of go, yo, now I own yes. I don't own that. That's not my business. I'm not in the recording business, but I got the old clothes from the recording business and I can hand them over to those that really want them because I can. But, and this is, you know, I do this and then I was in an interview and I talked about it and they said, did someone was surprised? Said, so you're not making anyone, you're not signed to it. And then I realized, Oh, this is the world I actually, actually live in. Mm. You know, it's a world of, for this, I get that. And this yeah. is not that instance. This isn't, I got nothing to do with it. It's just, you, we gotta help the kids, cause the kids in the hood are literally like, um, um, they need, they need guys like us so in music, guys in business, guys in, in different places to kind of start pulling out these kids and identifying them and saying, because I can. Yeah. Not because I'm expecting anything from it or sure. this. You know what I mean? So this is uh, my powers in music is in the industry, is my relationships. So and I'm not using some of it. So because I can. Yeah. And it's a challenge to anyone out there, wherever yeah. you are. If you have the power to pick up a kid who wants to understand what law is, you know, he wants to understand mm. what finance is. If you can do something about it. 
that's what we need right now for our kids yeah. in the hood, you know? No, definitely. Well, thank you very much, brother. Thank you so much for coming through and sharing that, that amazing insight with us. Uh, we, we love having you in the studio. We definitely gonna be calling you again. Yeah, this has been absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Once again, guys, it's the shortest hour of the week, man. It finished too quickly. It always finishes too quickly. So, and this is exactly how we're gonna have to jump out. We're really gonna have to jump out. We got like one second left. So thank you very much for tuning in and we catch you guys next time again. Cliffcentral.com